0: There are some who say Valentine's Day is a holiday to celebrate one of our deepest expressions of love, a romantic bond between two people that will last their entire lives. And then there's the idea that it's the pinnacle of consumer capitalism. Love, schmuv. It's Florist Black Friday, the day when they sell so many bouquets that they can be in the red for the rest of the year and still pay the rent. Chocolatiers, greeting card manufacturers, and producers of sappy made-for-television movies need it. So say other people. Well, with all respect, none of them have the full picture. But after today, you will. In reality, this day is about wolves running through the streets naked, a real-world place called Narnia, converting someone to Christianity by restoring his daughter's eyesight, getting your head chopped off, and a very long meeting with lots of kinds of birds. You heard it here first. In Rome, each February 13th through 15th, the festival of Lupercalia was celebrated to purge the city of illness, and hostile spirits, and to increase the fertility of its people. The priesthood in charge was called the luperci from the root for wolf, and consisted of two groups of men in their twenties and thirties. Like so many groups, it sounds kind of like a modern day fraternity. After overseeing the ritual, They use the skin of the goats just sacrificed to make thongs. I could not discover what that means in the original context. Sandals, underwear, but apparently not, as you'll see in a moment, Uh, just a strip of hide. That is one definition of thong. They're used for slingshots. In any case, now that they've completed the solemn part of the festival, they Uh, get to the fun part. Plutarch left us a description. Many of the noble youths and of the magistrates run up and down through the city naked for sport and laughter, striking those they meet with shaggy thongs. Yeah, it's sounding more and more like spring break in Florida. He goes on, and many women of rank also purposely get in their way and like children at school, present their hands to be struck, believing that the pregnant will thus be helped in delivery and the barren to pregnancy. So picture this: the women of Rome line the streets and hold their hands out so that the young naked men running past will slap their palms like the starting team low-fiving their teammates as they run out onto the basketball court. I'm not sure what the verb is for that action. Indigo's guess was dude broing. So they go dude broing. No one is exactly sure why these priests are named after wolves. It seems likely that it has to do with the founding myth of Rome, that the abandoned twins Romulus and Remus were suckled by a female wolf and then went on to found the city. Although the festival of Lupercalia predates Rome. By the way, the wolf is the more famous foster parent, but they were also fed by a woodpecker. Both were animals sacred to the god Mars, the war god who was their father. The woodpecker seems to have fallen out of favor. Maybe the Romans thought it was macho to be raised on wolf's milk, but eating the grubs a woodpecker brought was not so impressive. In any case, a day to bless women who are pregnant or want to be, even if this blessing comes in the form of some pretty rowdy behavior, is understandable. Pregnancy was dangerous. Why some couples were more fertile than others was enveloped in mystery, and both were important to people. You can even see why the later Christian authorities might choose that pagan holiday as a good day for their celebration of romantic love. But is that what they did? Probably not. Saint Valentine was a real saint of the church, in fact, possibly two or up to about a dozen. There are literally thousands of saints, and about a dozen of them were named Valentine, Valentina, or some other variation. But the love part came along later. One person named Valentine was a bishop in central Italy, specifically the Bishop of Terni, where there is now a Basilica de San Valentino, and the Bishop of Narnia, where there are talking animals and many magical people. I'm not kidding, there really was a city called Narnia which like its neighbor Turney is about 90 kilometers north of Rome. A young Clive Staples Lewis saw it on a map and thought it would make a grand name for a mythical country. Unless that explanation is also a poetic fiction which is a possibility. In any case he must have been looking at a map with Latin labels because in Italian It's just Narni. They're missing out on a great tourism opportunity. Anyway, this Valentine, this bishop, was killed in the persecutions by the Emperor Claudius II in the third century. And he is the patron saint, not only of lovers, but of beekeepers and people with epilepsy. I love how down to earth and practical the Catholic Church can be. We're not sure what else he did though, um, or if he did anything to merit a connection to true love. A doctor and priest, not a bishop, by that name, was also killed in the year 270 or so, along with others who were persecuted by the Roman government. Saints don't have to be martyred, but often they were, and Saint Valentine is no exception. But I was surprised by how he met his end. I was picturing arrows, like the paintings of St. Sebastian stuck full of arrows uh, that caused his death, but I guess I was just importing the images of Cupid's arrows of love and all those hearts pierced through harmlessly on Valentine's Day cards. Poor Valentine was beheaded. The image of the arrow through the heart conveys how falling in love can be an exquisite shock to the feelings, even if the love story is a happy one. But maybe losing one's head is as good an image of romantic love. Dying for being Christian isn't all that's needed to be made a saint. One needs to have performed a miracle. The one associated with St. Valentine is that when he was in jail, the jailer begged him to cure his daughter of blindness. When the girl saw again, the jailer was so grateful and amazed that he became a Christian on the spot. I hope he was not beheaded for it. The story doesn't say. Okay, but why the connection to love? One story says that, against imperial decree, this Saint Valentine used to marry couples so that the husband would be exempt from going to war. That's noble, but not exactly romantic. If it's why the emperor ordered him killed, he died less for his service to love than for his resistance to the draft. In any case, between the death of Valentine and the institution of Valentine's Day as a celebration of love lay about 11 centuries. In the 14th century, Geoffrey Chaucer came along and wrote a book called The Parliament of Fowls. Those of you who collect interesting collective nouns for groups of animals may find this confusing since a group of owls is called a parliament. There's also another Narnia reference there, since the silver chair includes an actual parliament made up of owls, but this is a parliament of fowls. It tells about a gathering in which birds of many kinds come together to find their mates and have a good argument before settling into nesting. The narrator dreams of traveling here and there and through the temple of Venus and finally to this gathering where among other things the birds insult each other give speeches and try to win the heart of their chosen mate specifically three male eagles all attempt to convince a female eagle to pick them. She doesn't opt for any of them According to Chaucer, the entire event happens on the Feast of Saint Valentine. So what are we to make of the fact that these eagles all end up without a mate? Maybe that is the true origin of another holiday celebrated today, National Singles Appreciation Day. So for those who have lost track so far, we have Saint Valentine and February 14th as the death day of at least two Christian martyrs named Valentine, one of whom is is the patron of lovers, which might have been decided in the 14th century after Chaucer wrote a book connecting Valentine's Day with pairing off. Although before then, the day was about cleansing Rome of disease and conducting rituals of fertility, which included killing goats using their skins into turning their skins into strips of hide and waving them as one ran naked through the streets as part of the Brotherhood of Wolves. Oh, also Narnia. So, if love is not in the air today, you could make this a day to reread your favorite children's books or read them for the first time. If they're new to you, they're great or send words of encouragement to a friend who is trying to conceive or who's expecting a baby, or howl at the moon and commune with wolves, or help purge your community of disease. That's on point for this year. Lovers already have their own days of celebration. Most mark their love on an anniversary of their marriage or their first date or the day they met. But there just aren't enough holidays uh, that honor wolves or fertility. And what we really need this year is a celebration of those who help purge our community of disease. So raise a glass of champagne or send a box of chocolates to those who have worked so hard to sequence the novel coronavirus create vaccines test them refine them approve them those who have tended the sick developed new treatments huddled in ambulances with the contagious delivered vaccines into arms let's honor those who visit when families can't and who take care of the caregivers such as two of our own community ministers, Jen Dillinger and Melissa Thompson at Stanford Hospital and Kaiser Hospital in Redwood City, respectively. Maybe this is a day to drop a line to our own doctors who have worked extra long hours under dangerous conditions, or to send flowers not to the hospital rooms where they're not allowed, but to the nurses station. Or better yet, ask them one thing that would improve their working conditions and write to their employers pressing for it. No one has gathered in the streets to applaud them for a long time, but they keep on keeping on because we need them. With most of us still staying home as much as we can, this might not be a great Valentine's Day for the sellers of red roses and the makers of greeting cards. But love takes many forms, and today we can express our love by working for health and helping heal the healers. Blessed be.